Hello, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in again to Stories with My Muslim Mom, the Immigrant Podcast with Ali Sultan and Mona Shamsan. Today, we have a special guest. I am Andrea Lechuga. Andrea. And Andrea and I, we met uh, uh, through a weird um, situation. I don't know if you want to share that, but uh, it's kind I of mean, a funny story. I, I was previously married and living in Coon Rapids, Minnesota, good old suburbs. Mm-hmm. And good uh, old suburbs of Coon. And uh, <laughs> at the time, I was working at a smoke shop, right? Yep. And, uh, and I would go buy shisha. And you hookah. were Yeah, hookah yeah, shisha. Yeah. And you were, you were there selling me shisha. And uh-huh. I think you were just starting out in comedy at I that was time. Just, I was like a year in, maybe, or something and like you, that. And you kind of invited us to go see one of your like first Show. shows. And, and then you came and you uh, with the, with the ex-husband uh, and then your friend and <laughs> I saw you guys years later because yeah. b- after that you you've moved I, from Coon Rapids you made I a did. big move to what I did I well I'm from Los Angeles originally I lived there with my current guy Mitch um, from 2013 to 2017 well technically 2017 we kind of bounced around and lived on some organic farms for a period of time but is that woofing yeah we did some woofing Mm -hmm. yeah if nobody's heard of woof it's the worldwide opportunities on organic farms organization Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. yeah so i moved back to la from coon rapids after i divorced my husband i just kind of needed to spend some time away yeah you need to get away kind of reset my life Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was that a difficult uh, transition, I'm assuming? Uh, no, my parents made it a lot easier for me. They mm-hmm. were very, very supportive, as they always have been. So That's beautiful. Yeah. You and Mitch moved together yep. at that same exact time? We did. I said, hey, man, you want to get out of Minnesota? And he was like, yeah, I grew up in the suburbs of Minnesota. I need to see something different. So Really? Salt. Salt. You could have taken him to Arkansas. <laughs> he would have known, known the difference. <laughs> could be. Yeah, who That's knows? That's funny. Because <laughs> at that point, when I met you guys, Mitch was a friend. Of both of y'all, yeah, you, you and the right. So when when did you go? This this is I, I like this guy. This guy might be the. Oh, uh, we just slowly became friends as as we got to know each other because he was renting a room from from our house and we, <coughs> first we were just you know housemates and I hardly knew him and then we got to know each other. We both liked art. We both liked going on walks and stuff. So mm. we'd walk and talk and Chris would sit in the basement and play video games. When I saw you all three, I was, I, I did, I was like, ah, oh, you, these two should be together. <laughs> that guy gives off like, you know what I mean? Like a different vibe. I mean, that doesn't it, belong it took us like a year to see to that, but that, we were, yeah. we were friends for a while. And I took a trip to Guatemala with my parents and my brother. And it was the first time my brother had gone. And the first time the four of us had been there together, mm. visiting my parents' home country. And so uh, that was kind of a life changer for me. I spent a lot of time just thinking about my life and where it had gone. And I didn't like it. I didn't like the marriage I was in and the life I was living. And it was time to change. So Beautiful. I Beautiful. told my parents that when I was there. And they're like, you have to leave them. And you can come right back home. And we'll make sure you get back on your feet. Your parents are from Guatemala. Like, yeah. Tell me more about how they... Um, uh, what, what's their history there and how did they get to America? My parents were both born and raised in Guatemala City, the capital city of Guatemala. My dad was born in the 1950s when they were starting, uh, a, there was a revolution at the time, a democratic revolution, and mm. they, hired, they elected the first democratic president. Then in the 1950s, um, there was some interference from U.S. interests and 
it started a civil war in the year my mom was born in 1960. What? We did something to this? Of course we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there, there's some CIA operations and uh, stuff. You could look it all up on yeah, yeah. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. It's there. Oh, it's uh, there. In 1982, my parents were struggling because my dad had owned a typewriter business, a repair business. He, mm -hmm. had, he had uh, clients like IBM and stuff. He was repairing wow. he was doing typewriters. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. this is before computers, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then their economy crashed because of the Civil War, Civil War. and he lost his business because he lost all his major clients. Mm -hmm. And he, by then, he was too experienced to get a job, mm -hmm. and, and nobody wanted to hire him because he was too old and had too much experience. They would have to pay him too much. Mm. You know, the you're, you're overqualified. On top of that was all the violence. There were bombings in the streets. The police were tear gassing people. My parents at one time were in downtown Guatemala City and had to duck into a building to escape tear gassing. Things getting scary. They, yeah, no I mean, jobs. There, there was one time when my dad was, you know, my parents were driving and tried to get through some traffic and were stopped by the military and my dad had a rifle put to his head and they're like, where are wow. you going? Why are you going there? And he, that, he said that was the point where that was it. I got to get out of here. I can't live in this country. And they were they were married and wanted to start a family. And they're mm -hmm. like, we can't do that here. We just can't. It's uh, tough to have babies where, <laughs> where the civil war happened. Where I mean, bombings are happening. I mean, I guess you could. He, they could have, but they really yeah. didn't want to. And um, my dad had his mom, my grandma, in San Diego at the time, and um, his sister, my aunt, also living there too. So it was at that point that they said, you know, we should just immigrate over there and yeah, they had some they had some, some family sort of support yeah. yeah they had a connection there mm. and was your dad you know, an english speaker then no they they had taken a couple of classes in mm. school but yeah. it, they told me it was like very formal old english so yeah. thou shalt not <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they were like it was almost like you know it was like english english yeah, not yeah. american english. english yeah basically it's funny yeah. yeah so then they when they when they got here they had to get a tourist visa, and in order to do that, they had to have proof of like bank accounts and jobs and stuff. So they kind of had to fake everything because my dad couldn't find a job. Ooh. That's like why they were leaving. So ah, it was all these such barriers. A, yeah. mm -hmm. Such yeah. a crazy thing. It's like, hey, we like most people really immigrate because they have to. That's yeah. it's been the theme so far with these episodes. Is because something is uh, like poverty or political thing or danger. Like that's why people move here. And then they go, oh, let's see your bank account. Let's see if you got 100 Of course, if I had that much money, I wouldn't come I wouldn't here in the first coming, place. Yeah. But it doesn't matter what I have in the bank account because I'm going to come here and I'm going to start a life. I'm going to contribute to this economy. There's Absolutely. Tell me a little more about like how your family eventually moved here and started. Yeah, uh, so they ended up flying to Miami first and then Los Angeles. And I was settling down with uh, my dad's other sister who was living in Los Angeles with her husband. And they started taking English classes and watching Sesame Street to learn English. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> My aunt was like, you got to start slow here. You got to start with the kids stuff. Yeah, so yeah. They, moved, they moved from Sesame Street to soap operas to the news. That's, that's so funny. That's very funny. <laughs> but they also took English classes. Good. And yeah. they came here and were expecting to be able to find work. My dad had a degree in mechanical engineering and was hoping to get an engineering job. And no one would hire him because he Not didn't have any references. Mm. They couldn't. He couldn't call. Like they couldn't call anybody. Yeah, that's a very common thing. Yeah. Right, mom. <laughs> Everybody, you know, like if you're struggling with this thing. Mm. Yeah. Whatever degree you have, you cannot get. Uh, a job easily. You have to start to start from scratch. Yeah. The even the degree. If you're itself. lucky, you got somebody to know, somebody you know that works someplace. So. 
can kind of get you in. Yeah. But yeah. But like it seems like from what I know from our like family and friends is like your degree almost doesn't count in other right. countries, even though it takes like a lot where our schools are a lot harder. Yeah, so he he did, couldn't find a job, and neither could my mom. She was a trained secretary. She could do, you know, she was a typist and knew shorthand and stuff, mm-hmm. and that didn't mean anything either. And and also because she knew, learned all that in Spanish, and so that yeah. didn't translate automatically to English. So they had to find jobs cleaning restaurants and houses. Mm-hmm. They started at Things a... That doesn't require a lot of language. And yeah, and they were able to get the jobs <coughs> together. And actually, uh, they, I remember them telling me stories about how my dad was better at speaking English at mm-hmm. first, uh, like his English was clearer and my mom was better at understanding other people speaking English mm-hmm. so they went to interviews together and it was like a triangle where the, the interviewer would ask a question my mom would translate it to Spanish to my dad and he would answer it in English that's <laughs> fast wow. cool. <laughs> so cool <laughs> and that's how they made it work <laughs> and then they would like work the same job they would work the same job so wow. they would do like 16 hour days cleaning a restaurant or cleaning people's houses cleaning toilets all that kind of stuff until they had the references that they could get better jobs and then what was the first better job your parents um my dad got a job at a blueprinting shop in long beach and uh repairing the blueprinting machines Mm -hmm. these big old machines because this is once again like pre-computers or just the very start of computers Mm -hmm. And so, and then my mom had me and stopped working because <laughs> yeah. I'm her job now. <laughs> are you the only one? Hmm? Are, are you the only one? I'm the, the first and then my brother was <coughs> born in 1989. So uh-huh. he's, he's turning 30 this year. Wow. I feel old. Yeah. <laughs> But I okay. can tell you have a strong relationship with your mom and dad. Yeah. Because you know the whole uh, story about their immigration Yeah, yeah, they've told me it a few times, and actually, I called them over the weekend. I was like, "Review it with me. I want to make sure I know <laughs> your story." Like, yeah. and I mean, it, it's something that they had kind of told me. I I ask yeah. a lot of questions in life, Good. just in general, and so yeah. I asked them about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're ready. You're the most ready guest we ever we ever had. <laughs> you know, ideally, that's kind of what we're trying to get to. Is like, I like the story of of how, how we got to be. I here. mean, it's it's complicated. It was a complicated thing for them to to all the paperwork they had to go through mm-hmm. and all the application processes to get their green card and to get their citizenship. How long did it take to be um, a citizen? It took them seven years total. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to, to, uh, to get the citizenship. Yeah, from, from yeah. immigrating to getting their citizenship mm-hmm. was seven years. Like mm-hmm. they, were, they immigrated in 1982 and they got their citizenship. They actually went to the ceremony with my infant brother mm. in my mom's arms you know, to do the ceremony, and that was in 1989. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay, very cool. And uh, uh, what's what was it like for you personally to go back there, and do you, did you feel like you're, it's like a, uh, you felt like an American going into a new culture, or do you feel like reconnected with uh, your heritage, or what would it feel like to be there? Both things. Uh, it's kind of funny, because the first time I, well, the first time I went back, I don't remember. I was a year and a half old, and my parents went back to baptize me in the Catholic Church. Funny. Yeah, which I I never really became a practicing Catholic, so. That, that's as far as I got. Uh-huh. Um, but the next time I went, I was 17, and I had a bunch of cousins and aunts and uncles that I didn't know I had never met or had met when they came to visit for a short time in the United States. They come for, like, you know, a couple of weeks. But then 
I went there and my cousins immediately started making fun of me because I can speak some Spanish and now I'm fluent after living there for a year, yeah. but I could speak mm -hmm. some Spanish, but I had an American accent. And so they called me la super gringa, you know? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it just means that gringo or gringa just means like white person, white person. basically. So I was like super white. <laughs> oh my, not even white. <laughs> la super, la <laughs> super gringa. gringa. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And uh, they, they don't call me that anymore. No, 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 you earned your, uh, I've, I've earned my, my Guatemala. <laughs> okay, so that's 17. And then when are we back there again? Uh, I went back again in 2013 with okay. my parents and my brother who had never okay. been before. Okay, so. and you did a year. No, that time we stayed for a few weeks, like three weeks, I think. Okay. And my, my uncle was really kind, took time off of work yeah. and rented a van and drove us around the country to see okay. all the cool sites. We saw Tikal, where there are the old Mayan pyramids. We saw wow. some beautiful natural sites around the country. So that was really cool. We got to really just experience more of my parents' home country. And I really wanted to get to know the culture better. So mm. when my parents retired in 2017, after 35 years of working in the United States, they moved back to Guatemala and bought a couple of acres and wanted to build a house. Um, uh. Actually, they bought the, the acreage from my, my mom's cousin. Okay. So they lived next door to her. Wow. And so they, uh, they did that. And they, I was like, we were in the middle of doing our woofing stuff, traveling around. And so you took him with you. You took your guy with you. He came with me. Okay. And Mr. Six Foot Four, red bearded white uh, guy came well, to he's Guatemala. The actual, <laughs> he's the real last super gringo. Yeah, he's super gringo. Gringo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we have our, our yeah, genders gender in, in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> so he stood out there, to okay. say the least. I mean, most people mm. are at his belly button height, yeah. you know? And how are, how, how are you both perceived uh, at that time? Um, he was very welcome. Like, people of would course. try to say something something to him in English and it was always very broken English they'd yeah. be nice to meet you and yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuff people and love Americans but that's yeah. people love white people wherever you go <laughs> yeah and by then it's, it's, I, a hot, it's a hot currency to have yeah totally and <laughs> by then I had become friends with my family on Facebook and stuff like mm -hmm. that so we actually had had more time to kind of get to know each other a little bit so I wasn't just the super gringa from America anymore to uh -huh. my cousins I was I was a cousin he was a cousin okay. I was family and mm. and so and I mean, not that I wasn't family before, but they kind of saw me with that, like, but yeah. you're an American, you know? You think you're better than <laughs> us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they realize that I don't think I'm better than them, and I'm actually going yeah. to live you're there like, for a I, while. I, I lived in a place called Coon Rapids. <laughs> <laughs> like Trust me. It was a fun time. We, I learned to speak Spanish more like, fluently, yeah. and I got to know a lot of my family much better than I ever did. Mm -hmm and spend time with them. And um, I didn't see much more of the country than I already had, but I got to be more part of the culture than when I just visited for a few weeks. Yeah. You know, actually living there, you, you go grocery shopping and you, you know, go see a movie and, <laughs> and stuff. That was and, 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 and then did they kind of like, uh, do they guess that you uh, spent a lot of time in the States and you were born there, or you eventually they couldn't tell? Um. I don't know. Like I I last time I was in Yemen, people can tell I was in, like, uh, they can, they're like, you're American. They, oh. they can, something, without even speaking, there's something about you, the way you handle yourself and your energy. They go, yeah. oh, you're, you're I, uh, You know, I think a lot of it is that we smile more here. And because, mm. like, I noticed that Guatemalans just don't smile as much. Okay. Uh, even even my parents, who are Guatemalan, grew, grew up in mm. Guatemala, 
the, the people are like, you lived somewhere else, didn't you? You yeah. lived in America or Canada or That's somewhere. Funny. Yeah. It comes down to a smile. You're like, you smile way too you, much. Or your, you know, your accent's just slightly yeah, you look off. Like you, like, you smile like you have a savings account. <laughs> <laughs> you smile like you, you're going to know that there's going to be a check later. <laughs> Yeah, something like that's that. Something like that. Okay, I cool. mean, I think that's just part of the American culture too. Absolutely, we, we, we smile more. Here. And then, uh, <laughs> and vice versa. What was it like growing up in America, and and having immigrant parents? I was gonna say, yeah. How how do you feel like uh, burning um, from immigrant parents? Uh, what that add to your personality, or do you feel like you have something different than? The people who born. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it. It just from a young age made me more open-minded mm-hmm. and just more, you know, welcoming of others in general, mm-hmm. and and just also more uh, empathetic and sympathetic to immigrants and to to the American way of life, which is very much the immigrant way of life. Mm. So you know, so you're for the wall, is what you say. <laughs> 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 you think, well, you think the solution is. Building a I, useless symbol of racism. Oh man, let's not even. I mean, <laughs> my parents immigrated by plane, and a lot yeah. of immigrants immigrated by like, yeah, plane. We don't know about planes. Come on, man. <laughs> or tunnels. <laughs> don't we can catapult boats. Or, yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, no, I mean, I just, I like yeah, for me, the American way of life is the immigrant way of life because even the original, you know, United States citizens were immigrants. Yeah. You know, because there were Native Americans living here already so they're the they're the original americans mm. and i guess i i have a little bit of that i do have some probably indigenous blood in me yeah you know from yeah, the absolutely. from the mayan people in in guatemala absolutely but i i definitely have a lot of spanish that's why i can pass as whitish mm-hmm. i have lighter mm-hmm. skin mm-hmm. but so so yeah. yeah i've always said the the devil's greatest trick is convincing white people they're not immigrants <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The p- white people are just like not not when I say white people, I'm just a broad term, but like I feel yeah. like you know, like there's certain people that almost like forgot that that's how they they got here the same way we got here. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, like and that's one big reason that people they choose America to immigrant to be immigrant in. Because no. it is a country of migrants. Exactly. exactly. And I mean, we have the Statue of Liberty. You know, we have the. And you can feel that. You know, it's not forward. just an uh, say. Yeah, it is. It is the way it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know, the, I want to get like a, even a Caucasian person on this uh, program because like people actually like re- like know how their family got here. And you look at the stories, very similar, very similar thing. Uh, there's a commonality in all these stories. And then the, f- the more they find out about it, if they haven't, is the more they can empathize with yeah. other immigrants. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just so many generations removed. Like for, for me, I'm first generation American. So I got to see how my parents struggled, you know, yeah. and uh, like. I was born while they were still just on their green cards. They weren't citizens yet, mm. and they were still struggling and getting better jobs and mm. getting better apartments. And then by the time I was, I was 10 years old when they bought their first house, and yeah. that was like a huge thing in our family. Like, right. we bought a house, yeah. you know? Which is and crazy, I think, about coming from, like, cleaning uh, bathrooms to buying a house within yeah. a short, really, time. Yeah, that was time. probably like... And what are, what are they years. doing right now? 
uh, well, they're retired now, and they're they've built their house, and they're kind they're of staying there. Yeah, yeah, they're staying there. They actually are in LA right now visiting my brother. Okay, and actually, okay. I'm going there this weekend to visit too. Okay. And we're gonna all connect for a weekend, and it'll <laughs> be good. fun. See, that's kind of like um, some of us were like most of us kind of have that dream of like my mom wanted the same mm-hmm. thing. Where like we make our, we make our living and blah blah blah. We build here and then we take it back home and build there. But unfortunately, uh, with the MN, you can't do that. Mm. But like, it kind of gives me hope that they, she said, like, it started with a civil war, yeah. and, and it was as dangerous as it, it is was now. That is and hope. then it changed. It was yeah. a thirty-year civil war. It lasted yeah. till nineteen ninety-six. Oh my goodness! It was n- till nineteen ninety-six, and so we have hope. Yeah, when I went back in two thousand three, you could tell it was a country that had been through a war and was yeah. still coming out of it. Yeah. But then when we went back in twenty thirteen, just those ten years made a huge of difference. Course, the, of like, course. of course, because people are resilient and they work hard and so even now like the country has improved a lot and so that's why my parents were wanting to move back because they're like it's getting so much better there we want to go back and support our our country and be with our country and i mean they're still american citizens they have dual citizenship so they still come back here they still pay taxes here because their retirement is from here so yeah, it's it it's fun for them to be able to be with family again. My mom left all of her family. Mm-hmm. My dad had That's some family here, but my difficult. mom, yeah, she missed everyone, and yeah. she was gone for thirty five years. So it's fun for her to spend time with her brothers and sisters was and that, her dad. Was, was that the hardest thing for her? Yeah, it was very Must hard. Be. Yeah, because yeah. uh, at first it was just writing letters, mm-hmm. making international calls was too mm-hmm. expensive, and then after they got cheaper, she was able to make phone calls like mm-hmm. once a month. And then after that, you know, once thank the internet came. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, WhatsApp and yeah, Facebook. Facebook. Now, yeah. And now yeah, I can, can f- talk to them when they're yeah, in Guatemala. They, they and can see them in video and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The internet has changed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it's made it a lot easier for yeah. your family in Yemen. Yeah. You're such a great um, guest, by the way. Oh, thanks. Uh, what would you, I, I still, you still, Kevin, uh, I'm still curious to ask the same kind of question, which is like, so what was it like growing up here? among let's say like the rest of america and then having these immigrant parents did that kind of like single you out and and uh, growing up here at all or there was a i my parents initially raised me speaking spanish Mm -hmm. for my first year or two and then realized that i couldn't talk to any of the kids on the playground and stuff that's funny and so because they didn't move to a neighborhood that was primarily hispanic which some some people do you know some people kind of go to you know their Um, neighborhood yeah my parents didn't really do that they just moved where they could afford to move so which was what was was it predominantly white black what was it it was kind of mixed there were a lot of japanese and filipino people and white people and okay so there was it was kind of like it's los angeles so it's yeah so it was not as strange (laughs) to be of an immigrant no not really not really it was but uh, they realized i couldn't speak to anyone because i was speaking in spanish and so they they entirely switched me to english they wanted me to learn english so i actually stopped speaking for a few months Mm. because they were suddenly talking to me only in english transitioning into la super gringa (laughs) (laughs) and so i learned english and uh, but it was interesting because i was learning english from them Mm -hmm. and they have accents of course (laughs) so you learn english with an accent i learned english with an (laughs) accent (laughs) (laughs) i did and so when i started school i did get made fun of i was bullied a little bit because it's like you speak differently than we do like now i speak very articulate english because i once i realized i was getting bullied because of that you have to. i i yeah. worked really hard to make my english sound really good yeah <laughs> well it's terrific, terrific. Oh, thank you um okay very cool would, what would you like to um before we kind of wrap up what would you like to share with the world about 
you know, the immigrant process and immigration and all that stuff. I just want everyone to be aware that it's not easy. It's not something that people, it's not a choice that people make easily to immigrate. It's not like, oh, look at that rich country. I want to get benefits from it. It's, I can't, I, I can't make it where I am. I love my country, but I have to find another way. It's a struggle for most people, I feel like. And especially now with things that are going on with Central American immigrants coming to the United States, they're struggling there. And there's decades and centuries of struggle in those countries from a lot of oppression from bigger countries. You know, those, Guatemala was a Spanish colony mm -hmm. and then essentially an American colony <laughs> for a while and owned by fruit companies mm -hmm. until very recently. And so, you know, all of that struggle from decades and centuries, it's still relevant today. Yeah. And that's that's it's what's causing immigration now. Struggle. Absolutely. That's, not, that's more complex than we think. And Absolutely. It's not, it's not a struggle. Nothing comes is from within. Nothing is so yeah. simple. Exactly. Nothing is simple, and that is perfectly said and a great way to wrap up. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember to um, like give us a rating on iTunes. Uh, tell me what you think about the new format with interviews. And uh, share, you know, share the stuff, man. Make us uh, more listenable. I think we talk. Come on, Greg. Clean you off. <laughs> God damn it. He okay. already told you earlier. It's, it's no, that, was, that was a five-minute uh, warning. All right.